is going on, Rotogrinders? Dean here. It's Dean78904. If you want to get all technical, I'll meet us 520 on the dot on the East Coast, 220 on the West Coast, 420 Tennessee time. Of course, that means it's time for the flagship show here at Rotogrinders. It's called Grinders Live. It's sponsored by Fantasy Draft. And joining me today to dis- discuss this uh, wild slate, unquestionably wild slate, uh, our returning champion, it's Van Gogh. What's going on, Van Gogh? This is, this is what you have one adjective to describe this slate. I think it's wild, nuts, shenanigans, lots going down. I don't think the word is wild. I think the word is value, man. There's value everywhere, man. We're going to value town. No? Oh, boy. I was not anticipating that. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, I- I'm excited for this late. Hopefully it's better than last late. Uh, you know, I talked up Lou Williams, and that didn't go uh, well. Uh, the ejection didn't go well. Uh, it wasn't good times for your boy. So, uh, yeah, looking to bounce back here. On he has a thruple to go home to, so I'm sure I'll be fine. But, yeah, that definitely hurt your fantasy teams for sure. I'm not going home to it, so I'm not fine. Uh, this, is a, <laughs> this is a big L for me. So, uh, yeah, it was not a good time. And uh, hopefully we'll bounce back tonight, man. If not, I'm going to have to hit that 7-Eleven this weekend, Dean. Oh, no. Uh, whatever you do, do not try. your you hit up your 7-Eleven pizza to break out of a, as your old slump buster or something like that. Uh, George Brett, is it Mark George Brett or Mark Race? He'll give you better advice as far as how to get out of that slump. But uh, we don't have a lot of time for pleasantries. It's a 10 gamer for sure. Uh, a lot. Yeah, it's an down. easy 10 gamer though, Dean. Like, there's oh, not a lot of dude, plays, it's not... man. It's easy. Well, here's the thing. Like, okay, well, the lay of the land as far as the, the the big picture of the slate's pretty clear, pretty obvious. We'll talk about the body parts in a second as far as some of the players being out. And there's still some things that are left to be decided. We had some information dropped before the show uh, as far as the Pacers, but. It's really interesting and it's really wild. And I was, I was talking about this in the Discord chat earlier today. If you guys are premium members, uh, Mango, do you lurk in the Discord chat? I see you pop it up and people can at you. They can ask you questions, right? And you'll, you'll, you'll answer them presumably or you'll try to at least do your best. Yeah, I'm better if you like hit me with the app. Like uh, I'm, I'm at my computer, but I get distracted. I'm looking at tons of stuff. I'm doing different things. Sometimes I'm the Fortnite, the Halo, who knows what I'm doing. Yeah, uh, Fortnite. It's not, not going to play itself. Somebody's got to play it and then you're all over for sure. Um, yeah, so we were talking about how just like the difference in slates. You mentioned last night, and of course, you know, it's DFS. All we care about is tonight. We don't care about tomorrow or yesterday. But it's just kind of worth noting that yesterday on a four-game slate with not a ton of value, we had all these amazing studs to pay up for. You got the Brow, you got you know, Harden, uh, LBJ, uh, you know, and just on a four-gamer. Tonight's a 10-gamer. We have all the value in the world, and we have Drummond to pay up for, which is fine. But we don't have like the elite, elite studs, right? And it's just sort of like understanding uh, slates and lineup construction and how every slate is different is a, uh, it's just, I just think it's important and interesting and worth, uh, we're stressing. We probably don't talk about it enough. I think we should talk about more like, if you have like general rules, like general rules, and, like I know Big T always asks me, well, this guy is still a minimum. How many points do you need out of him? Well, it's a different question. It's a different answer tonight as opposed to last night. Would you agree with that thought process? Yeah, I'd agree with that thought process for sure. But uh, yeah, I mean, I'm going to be playing all these Raptors. Like it's just Raptors value everywhere. And the Fred Van Vliet news is really massive. So we're kind of waiting on that. And that's going to dictate a ton. Um, I know our sponsor site is Fantasy Draft. But one thing I like about FanDuel today is like we only can play four of them, right? So like there's decision points to be made that we can discuss on like ranking these Raptors and trying to figure out where they're best and where you want to play them and not. Uh, on Fantasy Draft, you can get all the flexibility in the world and move guys around mm-hmm. and then be able to play like a lot of these studs. So a, a lot of different ways that uh, you can go, but you want to make sure to have a lot of Raptors in your life. I'm going to go out on a limb, Deem. I'm going to say at least one Raptor is on the winning team today, right? Has That's a bold proclamation. G- give me the actual numbers. Is it two? Is it three? What do you- and I guess it's kind of sort of somewhat depending on it if FDB plays or not. 
Yeah, I think it's depending. And I was looking at my script and I was trying to figure out like, what should I make the rule for Raptors? I was definitely going to do at least two. I was thinking, should I hike it up to three? Uh, definitely considering making it at least three on all of my teams over on the uh, dueling fans. Uh, but yeah, uh, on fantasy draft too, I think you want to load up on Raptors, like especially in cash games. Like I'm playing like, you know, I'm probably playing four to five Raptors in cash tonight. Yeah, and it's just I was making a lot of pre-show uh, on Yahoo and like Yahoo, like their $10 floor players, they have to be good. And like, again, you need to spend up, you know, it kind of opens up the world to you to spend up on some great plays. And there aren't like these amazing plays. There's good plays, a lot of good plays. Uh, so I actually made a Yahoo lineup today and I think it was just two Raptors. Like, maybe it was three, but you don't need, they're not as valuable over there. They're, they're good, but not like popping off the page where, uh, you know, on, on fans draft or on DK or on FanDuel as well. And of course there's Pistons value too. Hey, we, here's the body parts. This is what we have for you. Um, I debated, I wasn't sure if I should have put the Steph Curry's penis on the body parts or not. He did not make the list for the record. Uh, he, he did make the Twitter on the internet. That's my understanding, but not the body parts list. Uh, Toronto, of course, if you guys are not aware, and like obviously ownership's going to be a big deal about this. And if this news would have dropped like right before lock, that would have been completely wild, obviously. But people have had the entire day at all, even last night, to adjust. So everybody's playing Toronto. Uh, they're going to be super popular, and like, that's why a ten game slate's going to feel so much more confined, so much smaller. Uh, FBV may be back tonight. I think he will. Uh, it, it, he's been close. Uh, it's a knee contusion. That's like a fancy word for saying bruise. Feels I like agree. I think he's going to be back too, Dean. I think he's playing tonight. That's my guess. Yeah, we're guessing. Yeah, we, we both think he's going to be back. I I don't know how limited he may or may not be. I, I would expect he'd play 35 minutes, but we shall see. Uh, he is questionable, of course. Pascal, the triangle, Siakam, he's not playing. He's got a groin, so he cannot play tonight. Uh, Norman Powell's got a shoulder. He can't play. He's going to be out for a while. Marcus Saul's got an old hamstring. He's going to be out for a while as well. And Detroit, there's value in Detroit. Blake Griffin's out with his old knee. Christian Wood's got a knee, so he can't play. Everybody's got a knee. It's like Oprah in there in Detroit. Uh, also, Luke Kennard, the Nard dog, he's got a knee. He can't play either. Uh, Indiana, Jeremy Lamb is out with his groin. Uh, TJ Warren, he had the fish, but he's going to give it a go. He is probable. Bogdan Bogdanovich uh, uh, for Sacramento. Uh, he's got an ankle, so he's questionable. Uh, Hayward's still out with his foot for Boston. Smart is still out with his eye. Uh, Seth Curry's questionable at the back. DeLon Wright's got a finger, so he's questionable as well. I expect the Dragon to come back tonight for Miami. Goran Dragic is currently questionable. We shall see. Justice Winslow has a back, so he still can't play. Phoenix, there's a potential value there, but we're just going to completely ignore. But I guess we'll talk about it because we're contractually obligated. And it's a 10-gamer. We'll hit up every single team. Uh, Tyler Johnson had the fish. He's expected back from the fish. He wasn't feeling particularly well. But Cam Johnson is questionable with his hip. Devin Booker has got an arm, so he's questionable. And uh, just came back. Now he's back. He's out once again. DeAndre Ayton's out with his ankle. Uh, the other real big uh, name that can kind of shape this slate to some extent, uh, not Jared Culver. Uh, he's questionable with the fish. But uh, Cat, his teammate, is questionable with his knee. That's the two big ones, right? It's FBV and it's Cat. Yeah, I'm expecting Cat to play, so I'm not really thinking that's going to happen. If it does, it's going to shake up the pl- the slate, and it's something that we're definitely going to have to look at and monitor and, you know, swing things around. But, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm looking for Fred VanVleet and Carl Anthony Towns. Those are probably the biggest things in news that we are watching for tonight. You ready to break it down game by game? Yeah, man, let's do this thing. Let's break through it, and hopefully we uh, do a little bit better than yesterday. Because, like I said, yesterday was not fun for me, but we're gonna we're gonna you know come through strong here, Dean. We're bouncing. Back. I had a I had a winning night. Well, no, well, depending on what slate I was on, I, I won some and I lost some, and I don't really know what I did to be honest. But yeah, I didn't end up as much uh, sweet Lou as yourself. I had some on Fanduel, but not any anywhere else. I don't believe. But uh, 
All right, not that it was a bad play, but hey, again, why we talk about yesterday, man? Going as a ten gamer, let's knock it out. First game on the slate. Um, it's Sacramento. It's Indiana. Two hundred seven and a half. It's a total, of course, not a very appealing number. Indiana's a five point favorite here. Um, ownership, by the way, is going to be super condensed when it comes to Toronto. We'll take a look at that later on in the show. Uh, and when we talk about Toronto, we'll talk about the ownership percentage next. That's going to pop, and I think that's going to lead to a lot of like pretty good plays, uh, guys that can hit their ceilings that are like super low owned. When you combine the, you know, all the value and how many games are being played tonight, on the Indiana side, again, there's no Lamb, so we're, we already saw that uh, drawing the start is going to be Holiday, Aaron Holiday. I should be specific, which Holiday brother will be drawing the start. Uh, I think he's in the conversation, man. Going uh, all of a sudden, we should consider some Aaron Holiday, pretty decent fantasy point better player. I think it's like .88 on the season, give or take, depending on what site you're shopping at. Obviously, the total of this game is not great. Uh, Sabonis can drop a 50-50, 50-50, a 50 burger. Uh, any given night, Brogdon Shore secondary play, Sacramento side for me is just whatever. Fox came back and was good. He was really good, like in his 28, 29 minutes or something like that. But again, nothing really popping in that Sacramento side. What are we doing here? The most appealing play here has to be Holiday, correct? Aaron Holiday. Yeah, Aaron Holiday is probably the best play if you have to pick one. Uh, I got a, a stat here. I, I took a screenshot of it, so I'm reading it from my phone. But Mike Gallagher tweeted out the other day because I thought this was an interesting stat. Uh, in the last four games, Aaron Holiday has a team high of plus 28.2 net rating. Pacers have been a minus 12.8 without him. Uh, he has, you know, also had 31 minutes next to Malcolm Brogdon in the last four games. So, uh, yeah, they're going to use Aaron Holiday a lot, right? If you're worried about him not being a guy they're going to go to, he's definitely going to get some run. I like Aaron Holiday in this spot. I think he's a good play. Uh, the problem is this uh, Raptors value is really good. And yeah. with the Raptors value being really good, we are able to spend up at other positions, right? We're able to spend up on the Bradley Beals, the Kemba Walkers, all these other guys. So um, it's kind of tough to maybe get Holiday. He's not a priority for me right now. He's one of those guys I'm considering. He's in the cash game conversation. And someone that I don't currently have in my script on FanDuel. And I think I should work him you in should. some of my life. You have to. Right you got to change that. Yeah, no, I think I'm going to end up doing that. It's just tough. Uh, like, I have, like, all the Raptors at power forward, and that's the crazy thing, right? Because there's a lot of good power forward plays today, right? There's Tatum. I think Kevin Love's a really good tournament play that we'll get to. Um, Sabonis is now more intriguing. So, yeah, uh, let's talk about Sabonis in this game, right? Because if you're taking away, like, that Jeremy Lamb usage, this is a, an amazing spot for him. Like, Sabonis is a great tournament play, someone that I think you want to get some exposure to in your scripts, single-entry uh, tournaments, too, to be a differentiator. Uh, like Sabonis a lot here. Have you taken a look as far as court IQ? If you kick Lamb off, I'm doing it right now. Is there anything that pops there? Uh, because I, just found uh, I kicked Lamb and Warren off when I was doing my sharp side content, and like Brogdon got a plus 2.4 usage bump, but I can't remember everyone else. Do you have it there on the uh, screen for the people? Yeah, I just pulled it up. I just fired it up. I'm trying to see if anything different, anything changes, anything sort of interesting. And uh, let's see, biggest usage bump goes to Miles Turner, 2.3%. He gets a 5.27 fantasy points uh, increase per 36. Uh, nothing too crazy from what I can tell. Sabonis still has that usage of 25% at 1.24 fantasy points per minute. Um, yeah, I mean, he's fine. You know, it's, it's, we're going to say that a lot. I feel like we're going to say, like, he's fine, but we're not prioritizing him. But you also have a bunch of salary with all these value guys. All of a sudden, uh, you know, yeah, fantasy point per dollar is important, but at some point, raw points matter. Uh, maybe Sabonis is 55 raw points or 50 raw points or even 48 is good enough. And we'll kind of say things like that when we talk about maybe Bam out of bio or Jimmy Butler, guys like that. Uh, anything else that's worth note? Do you have anything as far as the Sacramento side? Um, you know, Fox is interesting, I guess, but I don't think I'm getting there, uh, especially on late swap sites where 
you know, time is a commodity and this is the first game on the slate and news may break as far as Minnesota later. And I don't really want like pretty good plays locked in when like amazing plays can be opened up. So yeah, that's where I'm at. I have a not wave as far as Sacramento. Hopefully nobody goes off. Yeah, I'm kind of with you on that. If you can find De'Aaron Fox for cheap and you really want to play him, like, sure. But I- I'm I'm full fading the uh, the Kings. I'm good. No Kings for me. I'll pass. I think on the Pacers side, like I said, Holiday Sabonis are the two guys I'm really looking at. Is this cheap enough? Fox is 6-7 on FanDuel, 7K on DK, 13-1 fans, draft $30 Yahoo. The best price there is probably 6-7 on FanDuel. Yeah, that's the one I was looking at. Yeah. I was like, oh, like I could get down with that. Like, keep in mind, the Kings also, like, one thing that's going to help the Pacers is the Kings are going to play at a faster pace with De'Aaron Fox. When they took De'Aaron Fox out of the lineup because of injury, they played at a slower pace with, with Corey Joseph at point guard. So, uh, you know, he got 29 minutes last game and, and played pretty well. So, overall, I do think that a guy like a De'Aaron Fox brings up that pace and could help out some of the Pacers' plays as well. All right, second uh, 7 o'clock game that starts. There's only two of them. It's uh, Cleveland at home versus Memphis, 222.5. Uh, they're like seven-point favorites, the Cleveland Cavaliers in 2019. And you've kind of hinted at it. One of those guys, Kevin Love, we talked about it the other day. This is not a victory lap, but your boy. I played more than 10%, Kevin Love. That's how much I liked him. I think I played 20%. It was a lot of fun. But something else blew up that lineup. I can't recall what it was. I blocked it out. These things did not go well. But, uh, yes, Woody Love from above, Kevin Love against this Memphis team. Of course, nice pace here. Uh, and he's going to be lost, just like everybody else is going to be lost. Talk to me about Love in tournaments. You talked about Fandle specifically, and that's an interesting conversation where you're locked in for no more, no less, two power forwards, and the clear and obvious power forwards are RHJ and Boucher. And if those guys, like, quote, unquote, hit value and put up, like, 28 or 32 points or whatever it is, which is fine in the old Hoover in the vacuum, but if Love puts up 55, again, raw points matter. So, like, I'm sure, I'm sure that's what you're kind of debating back and forth as far as your, uh, as far as your script. Yeah, and I'm like a donkey right now. Like, I'm just loaded up on the chalk Raptors, and I want to pivot to these power forwards. I do, and maybe I should. Um, the other thing bit. is, yeah, and the other thing is on DK, right? Like, and I, a guy like Andre Drummond, like he's a center eligible, and you have all these Raptor forwards that you want to play. So they take up spots, and you just can't get these, a lot of these spend-up forwards. So, yeah, uh, Kevin Love, I think he's a really good play. Uh, if you look at, you know, just DFS in general, right? If I, you know, had, like, someone that never played DFS, and I said to them, listen, target the Pelicans, the uh, the Wizards, and the Grizzlies, you'll do okay. I think, I think that's, like, a, a little thing I can tell you, and it'll help you out if you don't know anything about basketball. A guy like Kevin Love could absolutely smash here. So, uh, price tag on FanDuel at 6.8K. Uh, DK, I'm pulling that Pretty up good. now. Yeah, uh, 7.2K. So, uh, don't sleep on Kevin Love. Massive ceiling here. I think he's an amazing tournament play. Uh, big fan of him. And then on the opposite side, I think, uh, you know, they're going to need Valanchunas' side, size here against Love and Tom, and Tom Thompson. Uh, I do think that a guy like Valanchunas uh, is a really good option there. So those are the two tournament plays in this game I'm really looking at. I wouldn't mind a John Moran if you want to get a little different, but uh, don't think I need to be going with that. By the way, we got some news. Uh, Bogdanovich is uh, out, uh, so that just came through. Ah, he's on my season-long team. i got to change that. I'm it's nothing big. Uh, stuff that you never know with what's going on with Bogdanovich. So All right. That just came through. As, uh, something Does that change things that. for you, or they, they have enough pieces where I don't think it matters? Yeah, I, I'm not too worried about it. But again, like Fox's price is really cheap, man. Like it's it's a conversation to be had in tournaments. Not really a cash game thing, but something that you should uh, be looking at. I like Fox a pinch on FanDuel, like like we talked about. Like his usage was nice last game. He played like 28, 20. They talked about him like kind of easing back in. And I think it was what, 28, 29 minutes or so off the bench. 
Uh, but like you know, Bagley's back. They, they get Ariza gets some run too. They have plenty of bodies, but and then you know, just obviously the matchup's not particularly great either. Uh, just sort of interesting to see how that goes down. But and you mentioned Valentinus and Love, and the tricky part of those guys, like the most important thing is minutes, and their minutes are kind of been all over the place. Uh, but Love, a lot of it could be explained by all the blowouts they've been partaking in. They just get absolutely walloped, and he doesn't play the fourth quarter. Yeah, uh, he's and this old. game's gonna be close, right? Two two point spread. They're a seven-point favorite. So, like, if this game blows out, in theory, it's supposed to be the Cleveland doing the blowout out, and, like, they do the blowout because love goes off. You have a, you have a seven-point line? Mine says two-and-a-half on that game. Oh, am I reading this wrong? Uh, yeah. I, you, you know what? Yeah. I mean, I listen, think... if you're booking, I'll take Grizzlies, uh, you know, plus seven. I thought that was a weird line. So, I'm looking at that, and, uh, yeah, why did they make that a two? By, by a the way, Fo- Fox and Bagley, they're, they're going to play off the bench again. So, there you go. Um, yeah. I mean, they're still probably going to play, you know, tw- well, yeah. I, I think Fox plays at least 27, 28 minutes. Yeah, I, yeah. And he yeah. could get there in that time. But, again, I don't know if it's the right slate for it. Because you, you said, Dean, uh, you know, with all this cheap value, uh, you know, the points are different here or something. That's what you well, said. You, to start I'm not saying anything profound. I'm just making I'm, – I'm pointing out the obvious, right? Because this is a wild slate, and there's all sorts of things going on. Um, you know, I'm baiting you, by the way, <laughs> to our pre-show <laughs> conversation. And I'm just, like, making Devin laugh, essentially, I think. Yeah, I'm just uh, going to sit back and relax and enjoy it. <laughs> Is there anything else as far as Memphis and Cleveland? Like, I agree those guys are interesting, and I, I can't imagine getting much more than a pinch, but I think a pinch is worthwhile in tournaments. But yeah. Nobody, uh, nobody pops in cash games. Yeah, Jay, Jay Crowder's like a model popper. Uh, I don't know if he's got his revenge ready for this game, but he is. He's part of the team model popper. So, uh, yeah, he's in he was play. A cab? But, I don't remember him being a cat. When did that happen? Uh, yeah, he was there with Isaiah Thomas. Uh, remember they, that in, the, in the Boston trade? I totally forgot that happened, but yeah, I think yes. I think I recall now. And then he went to Utah. I don't know if you remember that cup of coffee. I do remember he had. that. I remember that. Yeah, he, had a, yeah. he had a cappuccino with uh, with Cleveland. It wasn't very long, right? Yeah, Maybe he spilled his coffee at, in Cleveland, and then he had to go get another one in Utah. And now he's maybe in Memphis for good. Who knows? Ah, I don't know. Uh, three and D, good times. Uh, Detroit, Boston. We're moving on, correct? Yeah, let's get out of here. Detroit, Boston, two eleven and a half is the total. Boston is a a nine point favorite, assuming I have the line correctly. Yeah, I was just reading the one as a zero. That's why Cleveland's a two-point dog instead of a seven-and-a-half-point favorite. Um, so this is kind of where totals lie to some degree, just because the pie is going to be cut up differently on the Detroit side with all the bodies being out. And, of course, the Boston side, they're missing some players, too. The prices have adjusted there to some degree. Um, again, depends where you're shopping. Uh, Markeith Morris is – he's going to be in your script on Fandle. You're not happy about it, but he's in there, is he not? Yeah, definitely have a lot of him. Uh, sad, not all of it, sadly, but it's happening, right? Uh, I have a ton of him. Uh, way overweight on him. He's just too cheap over there. So have to like him. Also, man, I uh, you know I got the lock button on one of the guys in this game. Uh, it's, it's my avatar, right? In the Discord chat. If you're hanging out in the Discord chat, you see my man Andre Drummond. He's doing the uh, I don't know. He's doing this point thing. He's looking like this. So. Your lock button, but he's your guy. Why is he your avatar of choice? You like avocados? Oh, he's just been winning me all the money, like at least uh, mm-hmm. early on in the season. So uh, I don't know. I figured I'd like move it like throughout the year if he starts you know kind of ruining my my uh, season then i'll switch to the next guy that's winning me all the money but uh the first couple of months uh drummond has been a beast with no blake griffin so uh look at we got no blake griffin again we got no luke Kennard. so this is a really good spot for drummond to uh perform well i'm not worried about daniel tice's uh defense or anything like that so uh yeah i'm what about you canter yeah, no, not scared of Venus Cantor either. Uh, I think this is a really amazing spot for Drummond. Um, you know, cash gameplay, I have to like him both sites everywhere. You know, three sites, four sites, doesn't matter. Uh, it's Andre Drummond's season. I'm going to be loaded up on him, I think. 
I do think it's an interesting uh, – we'll have the conversation as far as pivoting off of Drummond, but you can pivot off of Drummond with Embiid. You can pivot off him if Cat plays. On the other side, more appealing, I think, is Jokic. Again, this is for tournaments, but I agree. Like Drummond is the cash game play. That makes a ton of sense, and it's not that hard to get him because we talk about all the value, and you know, there's no Harden, there's no LeBron, there's no Brown, there's no Luka, there's no Westbrook. There's not a lot of guys that are really good, aren't playing this evening, despite the fact that it's a 10-gamer. Uh, but also, this is the conversation about blowouts, right? And I believe – I have this written down somewhere. I believe this is the front – yeah, this is the front end of a back-to-back for Detroit. So they might pull the cord a little bit early than they normally, early than they normally would if this game gets ugly and just say, all right, pack it up. We'll, we'll prepare for tomorrow and roll out like Thon McCurr to mop things up. Uh, Spee's probably going to draw the start. He is a disaster. He is terrible. He is stone minimum. But again, like, like we would have loved this last night. I would have played all the Spee last night for stone minimum, and he would have stunk probably. Uh, I guess in theory you can get the 24, 25 or something like that, but I just don't know how necessary it is tonight. Don't feel good about it. Um, uh, is Bruce Bruce going to hit it once again? You like Bruce Brown? Yeah, I kind of like him a little bit. Uh, it's, I mean, all these guards are in play, right? I think my favorites are Markeith and Drummond, but then there's the conversation. What am I doing with Bruce Brown, Derek Rose, Langston Galloway? Those three are are the guys I'm probably mixing and matching a little bit. I think uh, Derek Rose is a better play on FanDuel than at DraftKings. I'm wondering if I'm going to play Langston Galloway as a value play today. He might help me get in like a Bradley Beal who uh, you know we'll get to and talk about. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. Langston Galloway days can be scary, though, Dean. What do you kind of think of him? Yeah, uh, I don't like playing Langston Galloway. He's scoring dependent, and he's not even that great at scoring. I'm, I'm currently firing up the court IQ, and I'm kicking off Wood. I'm kicking off the Gennard Dog. I'm kicking off Griffin, and I'm kicking off Arjax. Anybody I miss? I think it's everybody, correct? No, yeah, that should be everyone. What's it say? I don't know. Let's see. Let's see what kind of minutes we get because it might be incomplete because I can't yeah, imagine we get much. It's tough though, man. Like I said, like, cause Langston Galloway, the problem with him is this matchup isn't the easiest, right? You could see some of these tougher wing guys on him, right? Uh, so I don't know. What, what's it, what's it showing there for you? Uh, as far as usage, uh, well, Jordan Bones got a 2.8 in 2.8 minutes, 45% usage. Is that my cousin, play. Dean? I, it is. <laughs> Bone man going and uh, yes, Jordan Bone for sure. Uh, so Derek Rose in 80 minutes has a 1.3 fantasy points per minute under a 33.8% usage. That's really good. The problem with Rose, of course, is that he's old. He's only going to play like 28, 29 minutes. He could be really good in those 28, 29 minutes. Uh, he's certainly interesting starting the conversation. Your boy Drummond uh, at 1.23 fantasy points per minute at a 25% usage. Uh, Markeith, 0.78 fantasy points per minute. Meh. But he's probably going to play like 30 minutes tonight, assuming this game stays fairly tight. Spee is a disaster. Like he's not a good fantasy point minute player. Point seven. I think that's actually better than he is on the season when you factor everybody in. Uh, yeah, this isn't too appealing. I mean, th- there's a lot of pieces just because they're going to play enough minutes to become interesting. And Galloway probably plays uh, 30 minutes. Is that a reasonable guess? What do we have? For, I, I shouldn't guess. Let's just sort of see what our projections have Galloway for. What do you have, Matt? Um, I don't know. Let me see what I have, Matt, here. Hold on. I got to pull it up. Uh, I did do it. We got 35. That seems ambitious. Is he starting? Yeah, but, but Dean, like, I was thinking more, I guess 32 would be a better number. 35 does seem a little too high. Yeah. Um, the problem is they just, you know, they don't have anyone to slide in there. It's not like the, I can't say his name. You know what I'm talking about, though. Speed. Uh, Yes, V. He, dude, he's not uh he's he's not gonna just slide in there and play like you know a ton of minutes. Like he's not a good basketball player, so uh, they're gonna have to trust Langston Galloway. Again, it's kind of scary. I don't know if I definitely want to do it. Um, 
I think you're kind of looking at 2v2s and, and thinking about, hey, is that upgrade worth it, right? Uh, is that 2000 or $3,000, uh, you know, downgrade from a guy? Like, you can go two mid-tier guys in the 6K or go like a Bradley Beal and a, and a Langston Galloway. So that's really a conversation to have today. Galloway, by the way, uh, not to cut you off, but he's 3-8 on Fandle, 3-3 on DK, stone minimum on fantasy draft at 6K. Yeah, fantasy oh. draft, that seems really good at the stone, man, because those are just <laughs> the best. And again, DK is 3.3K. Uh, the question on FanDuel is like, all right, Dean, so do you want to play Langston Galloway? Or no. do you want to? Yeah, that's the thing. So you have two shooting guard spots. But I might, right? but no. Yeah, so here's the thing, though. You have it. Let's say Fred Van Vlietsen. He becomes a really good play. Bradley Beal is a really good play. Uh, who doesn't not like? Who doesn't want to not well, play? You mentioned FPV though, but you ha- you could only play four Raptors. Is, does he crack your top four? That, yeah, that's another interesting conversation. <laughs> I think you're playing two power forward Raptors, and then you're debating between two of the three between OG Fred VanVleet and Lowry. I think that's kind of the conversation Correct. that you're having. So, uh, yeah, and and here's another shooting guard to like too. You know, Bruce Brown is another guy in this game, but uh, D'Angelo Russell is another shooting guard that I think has a lot of upside. So in you know, tournaments, you might be wanting to maybe not play as much Langston Galloway because there could be some opportunity costs. There just could be some raw points that you're not getting there. So, yeah, I think a lot of these spend-up shooting guards are really intriguing. Uh, that being said, let's see how much Langston Galloway I do have in my script. Let's find out. I have, I'm going to say like 35% at least. I do not. I have 14% right now. Because, oh, okay. again, I, I have 50% Fred Van Vliet, so that could change a ton of stuff. I got okay. 50% Beal. Uh, yeah, 30% D'Angelo Russell. I kind of want to bump that. Uh, but, yeah, uh, that's kind of why I chicken up that way. That, by the way, you mentioned that game. That's the game that's going to screw things up for me. That, that, that feels like a really interesting tournament pivot, and I don't really know what Kerr's going to do. Um, Golden State's doing some weird things. I think they're a smart, smart organization. I don't think they want to win. They're two-point dogs. We'll talk about it. But, like, if they play their guys, uh, it'll be super interesting for sure. We saw Looney draw a DNPCD the other day. Uh, just kind of noting out there. Yeah, but but if the Warriors are a smart organization, Dean, D'Angelo Russell is not staying there another year. They're planning to ship him, so they might want to showcase him here soon. I mean, that's definitely a conversation to have, right? Well, I, yeah, oh. the whole Russell, that's a different conversation, I suppose, but I don't think Russell's very good. Um, oh, what do you have? Fred Van Vliet is back, man. Return of Fred Van Vliet. Do we have anything as far as, I guess there's anything like minutes restriction? I assume he's a full go, but I don't know. I just got like seven seconds ago, Dean. So well, this, you know, this, this give me another air horn. Man. You, you know, keep an eye on it. You can multitask, right? Yeah, I'll do what I can. I'm no D train, but I'll do my best to multitask. Well, he's fabulous. You are uh, wild, if nothing else. Uh, how about the Boston side? Like again, they're kind of thin. Uh, they're uh, we got the starting lineup, Dean. Starting lineup: Lowry, Van Vliet, McCaw, Anobi, and Abaka. So Patrick McCaw, like, I was talking about this in Discord as well. I'm. Uh, I was, uh, well, actually, but I thought Patrick McCall is the worst fantasy point minute player on the season. He's at like 0.45 fantasy points per minute, like 92 minutes. That's, that's bad. Uh, I think yeah. uh, Terrence Ferguson is just like 0.01 worse. Great. But uh, McCall is terrible. So wait, who's, who's starting here for Toronto? Say it again if you don't. It's know, Lowry, Van Vliet, McCall, OG, and Abaka. Would you play McCall or it just does not feel necessary? I don't think I need to do that. There's, there, there, I don't want to waste a Raptor on it, too. Uh, yeah, I think I'll pass on that. That's my thought process as well. I, well, I guess we'll talk about that game. I was going to ask you more questions about Toronto because that kind of shapes the entire slate, but we haven't even got to that game yet. Yeah, we, uh, we should talk about Boston, right? Because there's good plays over there, yes. too. Uh, and we don't want to ignore them. They're, they're worth talking about. Let's talk about Kemba Walker, right? He's a great spend-up point guard today that I definitely think I want to get exposure to, right? If if Langston Galloway and, and 
and uh, Derek Rose are possibly guarding uh, Kemba Walker. That sounds like a good time to me. So I like them. Uh, I think you can mix in Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum. Again, another power forward, though. Jason Tatum, hard to get him in there, right, with the situation going on. So it could be a little bit lower owned. You could force it, though, because he can put up 60 points. Exactly. And I, I think I have 10% right now, the, the, the Dean exposure right now. Well, that's so perfect. Far. That's the perfect, that's the right amount. Yeah. So that's what I have right now, but I don't have any Kevin Love. I have to fix all that. So we'll do that when we get off the air. But uh, yeah, I think Tatum is a guy that uh, I like, Jalen Brown. And, and Kevin's probably my favorite, though. Definitely a guy that I have a lot, a lot of exposure to, a, a strong cash game play as well. Yeah. Uh, Walker, Brown, Tatum, all projected for around 35 minutes or so. Again, it's worth noting they are thin with uh, Smart being out and Hayward being out. Uh, like Tice is, you know, should be okay in theory, but like for me, it's just not on this slate. I can't do it. Uh, like Wanamaker, same deal. If Wanamaker was on last night's slate, all in the Wanamaker. No, no, I'm I'm done with that guy. He sucks, man. He's I'm talking. So I'm just making the point that like tonight he takes a back seat because there's so many yeah. other options. He takes a back seat every night, man. I'm no, he wouldn't have last night. Do you know who you played last night at, at center or whatever position you played? I you don't played care. that guy, didn't you, for Atlanta? Uh, I did for yes, I did. Uh, yeah, but- Wanamaker is going to outscore Ferdinand. No, no. Wanamaker gets seven points every day, man. I'm done with think, that, dude. I, He's terrible. my DMs. I will lock in the over on seven points tonight. All right. Well, listen, Dean. We we can talk. Next time Wanamaker's chalk, man, we'll talk. I'll be taking the under. No, we'll... this is sleep specific. making the point. Don't give me next time or specifics or qualifiers. Hit I'm me up saying... at 7.15, man, when I finish my lineups. and I'm, I'm <laughs> Like, let's not do this right now, man. Time is a valuable thing, Dean. And we're wasting the people's time in chat. It's a commodity. Uh, yeah. So rank, I'm sorry. You said it one more time. Did you say Walker is your favorite Celtic? Yeah. Probably Walker, Tatum, and then Jalen Brown. That's how I'd rank them. And then on the Pistons side of the ball, I will rank them Drummond, Markeith Morris, and then we'll go, uh, it's probably Galloway before Rose, but, uh, and then Bruce Brown at the end. What about Svee? No, no. Yeah. Uh, I'm not excited about it. Like if it makes everything work perfectly, but I don't think it's necessary. We shall see. I have not built my lineups yet. <laughs> Uh, how's chat doing, by the way? I've not, I've not taken a peek. Have you been monitoring chat? Any shenanigans going on there? Anybody yeah. Get the, the boots? Yeah, chat agrees with me, man. They're just telling me, man, Wanamaker sucks, dude. They're they're on board. It's I didn't terrible. say he was good. When did I say he was good? I, I, I just know, said, man. like, the, the, the math play, he would have been a great math play last night. That's all I'm saying. Sure, Tonight, not so much. Yeah, I'm, I'm good, man. Like I said, let, let's move on, man. Let's let's go to the next game. Again, these early games are actually the better. It's different, Dean. Normally, you want to have the, the better games are at the end. All the good games are at the start today. Well, that's a good segue, Van Gogh, because you know who's playing next is the Wizards versus the Raptors. 229 and a half is a total of a trap. The Raptors are playing basically their, their B squad, and they're still uh, six-point favorites here against, uh, against Washington. And this is like the definitive perfect storm because, well, and I'm just pulling my stuff up, and all of a sudden I scream, I'm playing. Good times. Good timing there for sure. But we know Washington plays a horrific defense. They give up the most fantasy points in all of basketball. Uh, defensive efficiency, I believe, is last. And then, of course, Toronto missing their entire offense. They're still projected to score, what, 117 points. Um, so, first thought, I know we're both chalk-tastic, but, like, seriously, there's good chalk, there's bad chalk, there's amazing chalk, there's wild chalk, there's great chalk. This chalk is good, right? Most of it is, at least. Yeah, man. This chalk is like when you hit the buffet, man. It's all, give me all the Raptors. Uh, I want all of it. So, what buffet uh, are you talking about? I don't know, man. Any, any buffet is a good time, though, Dean. Man, That's not on. true. Like the, the buffet, the, the point, of the, oh, we don't have to get into it. But the, I get I what you're saying. And fine. It's, it's like a T-bone steak, man. How's that sound? Those are always <laughs> <There you good. laughs> Maybe a Vegas buffet or like versus like an off-strip of a buffet or the, the Gentleman's Club buffet. Listen, I mean, I, give the, I hope the people in chat have good judgment. Like, is anyone going to a, a Golden Corral buffet? Because that's a huge mistake 
I have a friend of mine who loves Golden Corral. He takes his family there like once a week and uh, we grab him appropriately. But uh, yeah, or CC's or something like that. You probably still hit up CC's these days. You, since your pizza quality is a, your standard is basically 7-Eleven. No, no, dude, it's not. That's just the slump buster, man. But yeah, I get good pizza, man. I'm, I'm in the Jersey area. I actually did have, I did have pizza in Miami, Dean, and it wasn't the place that you said. I oh, Steve's happy. Pizza in Miami. Is there one person in chat and that can vouch for Steve's Pizza in Miami? Best, best pizza I ever had in my life. All right, it's a 10-gamer. We have no time for this nonsense, Mangone. Uh, let's talk about Washington first. Let's get the appetizer out of the way. Let's get the uh, the bad appetizer. Well, there's there's some pieces here for sure. Bertans, it was a tale of first, two, two first halves or two halves. First half, he absolutely smashed. Second half, not so much. Uh, Beal, for sure. And if you want a game stack, you can absolutely game stack because Washington, you know, is thin as well. We know Wagner is still out, obviously. Um, let's talk – and, you know, uh, Achimura, he's out with his um, – I think he's got a groin, so he's not going to be playing. Thomas Bryant is still uh, still out. So Washington's thin. They're small. Uh, you know, Bonga is the guy that gets some run, but there's no way in the world we're playing Bonga. Just a fun name to say, so I feel like saying it. Uh, Beal and Bertans, the only two real pieces in the Washington side, correct? Yeah, I agree 100%. I, and I like Bradley Beal a lot here. Uh, Bradley Beal is like a guy I'm like a huge fan of in a real-life basketball perspective, but he has really, really let me down. Uh, I just haven't been on in the right spots. Uh, it's been frustrating, but I'm probably going to go back to the well here. I love me some Bradley Beal. And please, man, Bradley Beal, if you're out there listening to this show, please uh, don't don't make me get upset with you because uh, I want to be a huge fan. You've been frustrating me. So love Bradley Beal and Davis Burkan's another good one. Okay, so uh, where are they at your script? You have it in front of you. I'm curious how much of those guys you have because, well, Bertans probably not so much because you have no. those Raptors locked in. No, it's not. This no. is site dependent, right? No so. Bertans. Yeah, it's site dependent. Uh, Bradley Beal, I forced in 50%. Um, oh, wow. That's a big number. Yeah, I, I like him a lot. Uh, it's just, I, I don't know. Maybe it's because there's this one time when there was all this value for the Pacers. I didn't run it back with any Hornets by accident. And then I got, you know, destroyed and my last script had like all me winning all the money so now i'm just like oh whenever there's all this value i gotta at least run it back with something big and uh yeah i like bradley beal a ton so and you, you gotta play two shooting guards so yeah like him and he's a really good uh dk play as well right because he's a guard uh there's a lot of forward value over on the dk and the fantasy dress and it just forces you to spend up on some of these guys so uh yeah i think bradley beal one of the stronger guard plays on this slip you want to talk about the raptors yeah, I mean, what's there not to talk about, man? Like, uh, the Raptors are just so good here in this spot. Like, Lowry, uh, you know, Van Vliet, he's going to be a really strong play. We got the 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 uh, Abaka, he's a really strong play. The, the forwards, you got to pick between Boucher or uh, Rondé Hollis-Jefferson. That's the really tough question to be uh, asked on this slate. And then OG Anobi, he's another amazing one. And we know Nick Nurse. Why do we like Nick Nurse so much, Dean? Tight he's rotations. A, yeah, tight rotations, man. Like, this is... This is the dream spot. On top of that, it's against the Wizards. Like, this is just it. Like, this is exactly everything that we want. So, uh, yeah, I'm in on these guys. Ranking him is really tough, though, Dean. How about you rank him for me? By the way, so as, as you're talking, I, I just wanted to show people, I, I kind of promised it before, our, our current ownership projections, obviously, to be on his team, are uh, tinkering this all the way up the lock, refining it more and more as more information comes out. But uh, I have it sorted by percentage owned. And number one ownership percentage is Boucher at 71%. Uh, Langston Galloway, by the way, 57%. Good Lord. Uh, this is DK specific, by the way, for what it's worth. Uh, uh, RHJ, another Raptor. So basically the point I was making is that the Raptors, first, third, fifth, sixth, like eighth or ninth. Uh, Toronto is going to be swamped as far as the ownership projection. And like, again, it's basically impossible that like not at least several of these guys don't get there because the prices are so cheap. They're going to play so many minutes, minutes equal money, yada, yada, yada. And they're also playing Washington. 
you were talking as far as Boucher, and Boucher is a great fantasy point minute player. The tricky part is how many minutes is Boucher going to play? Uh, RHJ, I presume, plays more minutes, but Boucher's minutes are more important. Uh, of course, RHJ is a little bit more expensive than Boucher as well. Amongst those two, who do you prefer? Or just rank them all. Let's rank all the Raptors. Yeah, um, it's tough, man. Uh, let's think about this one. So I'd say b- between Boucher and uh, Rondé Hollis-Jefferson, I think I'm leaning Boucher right now, but it- it's really tough. Uh, that's the one that I'm definitely debating big time. The question is, do we spend up on Abaka or not, right? If you look last game with the injuries, Abaka got a pile of minutes, and I think they're really going to lean on him a ton, especially on sites where the blocks and steals work, right? So I like Abaka a lot here. He's a very strong play. I think Fred Van Vliet over Lowry might be intriguing. That's one thing I'm debating. So overall, let me man, let me think this through with the uh, the. So Fred Lowry's Van... priced. Uh, he's priced basically where he's been priced. It's not like he's a cheap guy, but yeah, he can't play any. He can't play more than 48 minutes, and he's been playing 36, 37, 38 anyways. It's totally site specific too, right? Like on DK, he's kind of pricey, right? Like uh, Fred Van Vliet's price over there on DK. What do we have him at? Uh, FCB six... on DK is uh, let's six, see he's... nine, right? 7.7k okay no he's he's gone up then oh man that's tough um i'm gonna go with lowry and abaca are my two favorite plays we'll go with that then i'll slide in fred van vliet um well uh, no then i'll slide in the uh the forward guys right i probably go boucher and then ronda hollis jefferson and i guess i'm leaving off fred van vliet i could see myself switching over to fred van vliet over lowry if it allows me to get a different play and, and, and spend an option but um, yeah, overall, probably Abaka's one, and then like the forwards with like you know, and you have to pick between Lowry and Fred VanVleet. Sorry, kind of all over the place there, but it's really tough. Are you making any rules uh, in your script, or you're not sure yet? Yeah, that that's something I was going to deal with when I got off the air. I think maybe making sure. Uh, I think the one thing I'm going to do is I'm going to make sure I have three Raptors on all my teams. I'm going to do that actually right now uh, because I want to make sure I have a lot of these guys. They're really really strong plays, and uh, they're just too cheap. And I, we didn't talk about OG and Obi enough. Um, I think OG is a pretty good play, but he's probably the guy that, uh, if you had to pick like a last guy, uh, you know, looking the last guy looking in, it's probably him. Unless you just, because you have so much value Dean, like, let's say that it's between like uh, Boucher or Rondé Hollis Jefferson and the last guy, if I had the money to go up to OG, I'll just go up to OG. Sure. Um, yeah. And he's, again, he's a guy that's been getting minutes anyways. Uh, of course he might get a couple extra uses, uh, you know, shuffle his way, uh, for what it's worth. And you mentioned Ibaka, it's, He's got a big price, 7-4 on FanDuel, 7-4 DK, 13-7 fantasy draft. 21 on Yahoo, though, he's probably the best price on Ibaka. I like him a good bit over yeah, there. Yeah, love him over there. Again, it's a lot about price shopping. Like, DK, I'm a little concerned about Lowry's price, but still think he's a really good play. Um, and, again, it j- just depends on what site you're at. But uh, make sure, again, uh, you know, load up on the, that forward value on the Raptors. I think that's where, uh, you know, you're getting a lot of the value so you're able to spend up on these other guys that we've talked about, like Drummond and we got six games left in like 22 minutes or so, but I think we talked about all like the most important games, I suppose. Dallas versus Philadelphia, 212.5 is a total. Philadelphia is an eight-point favorite here. We've seen Porzingis go nuts in the absence of Luka. No surprise there. Of course, this matchup is not particularly appealing, but if you don't believe matchups matter, if you, if you believe Dallas hangs in this game, Porzingis seems like a really interesting tournament play. Brunson as well. Uh, depending on where you're shopping, his price has been adjusted to some degree to his new role. Not fully, I think, on Yahoo, where he's still pretty respectable as far as his price, like 18 bucks or 16 bucks. Don't recall specifically, but close enough. Um, yeah, 10-game slate. We don't necessarily need to pick on Philadelphia, but also the other part of this, Mangone, is uh, Dallas currently has two guys that are questionable. The body parts of uh, DeLon Wright's got a finger, so he's questionable, and Seth Curry's got a back, and he's questionable. Um, you know, 
if those guys are out, do we expect them out? How does that change things? Or do we, is there, the other value is so good we don't care? Yeah, it's not the easiest matchup. And part of me says, uh, you know, the other value is so good I don't care. Uh, but, you know, if both those guys are out, this is a really good spot for Brunson. And like, yeah. if this Toronto value wasn't on this slate, we'd be all about Brunson, right? So Brunson's an amazing tournament play. Uh, I definitely would be looking to try and get some exposure to Brunson. Uh, hopefully I end up trying to do that when I get off the air. I got to juggle the cash lineups too. So uh, who knows? But Brunson's a guy you definitely want to mix in there for sure. He's 5,700 uh, like him that definitely. And Porzingis is a good spend up differentiation play, right? One reason why Luca has been so good this year, it's not just because Luca's really good at basketball. It's because the guys around him are awful. And with all these terrible players around him, like the Dorian yes. Finney Smiths of the world, a guy like Porzingis is just going to eat and dominate. So, uh, yeah, like Porzingis in this spot, the matchup is a little bit difficult, right? That's the one thing that I have a concern about. And I'm, I'm not trying to load up on Mavs, but if I am playing two Mavs, I think getting some Brunson exposure in tournaments isn't bad and getting some Porzingis is, is interesting as well. All right, Philadelphia, you got your pivots in Simmons uh, and Embiid. I suppose you can play some Harris. I suppose you can play some Richardson. But I think, I think those are the two most interesting pieces as far as Embiid and Simmons because they have the highest ceiling. Simmons has been playing a ton of minutes of late as well for what it's worth. Uh, again, there are better plays, and the better plays kind of open things up. And you can, spend, you can spend your salary here pretty easily. You can get Embiid pretty easily. You can get Simmons pretty easily. How much are you prioritizing them? Uh, I'm good, man. No, no Sixers for me right okay. now. I don't think they're necessary. Uh, I mean, I get they're not it. necessary. But yeah, I, I think if you want to pivot to an Embiid uh, instead at center over a Drummond, I think that's perfectly fine. I get that, but there's a center I like instead that I'd rather go to as a pivot option. If, if you want to go Embiid, I wouldn't tell you not to. But uh, Horford, Richardson, Harris, Simmons, and all the bench guys, I'm gonna kind of X out and. Again, I'm not playing any Sixers right now, but if you want to play Embiid, I won't tell you not to because I do think he would obviously dominate here in this spot. Moving on, New York and Miami. 216.5 is the total. Miami is a 10-point favorite here. We should make this one quick, right? Any Knicks for you? Uh, yeah, no. Uh, I will give the nah wave to the Knicks. No thanks. Uh, you know, We don't have R.J. Barrett at the 4.5K ridiculous price tag. I just say we move on. No Knicks for me. Yeah, that's it for me too. I mean – I, maybe Mitchell Robinson, like he, if he gets some run, if this game blows out, he can do some goofy things. But that's uh, an MME play, if nothing else. I don't play enough lineups to justify he, it. He's not blocking Bam, man, so don't even worry about it. Well, he can come in the second unit and beat up on Kelly Olynyk. Yeah, it's tough when Bam plays like 43 minutes like he did against Memphis. Bam's so. amazing. Bam, he's a really good fantasy player. And here, this is kind of what I hinted at before. And I don't know, you said there's another center you're like. Is this the other center you're like on the Miami side? I think Miami's just going to – you think Bam's going to abuse, uh, abuse the Knicks here? Um, yeah, uh, I, I don't think I'm going to go bam. I, I get it. Right. It's, he's a good play, uh, very strong, strong play, but I think there's a, another center that I prefer instead. So not really playing too much of him, you know, who I have a lot of in this game. And like, I'm not super excited Jimmy about buckets? him is yeah. Jimmy buckets. Like I, I don't like having, I have like 50% right now. And that's something I kind of want to tweak a little bit. I get, he can have a big game. I totally understand that, but I don't know. I just think that this is a game where I don't, need to go him the one thing that's really nice on like a site like a FanDuel is the stocks right and and the Knicks they're they're mm-hmm. just a disaster so um I, I definitely gonna try and probably just stay like even with the field that's kind of the approach I think I'm gonna try and take with Jimmy Butler um but we'll have to see kind of when I get off the air and work stuff out but I, I, he's a, not a like question a shooting guard I'm, like, gonna have. I'm sorry oh I didn't mean to cut you off I yeah he's not a shooting guard I'm just jamming in right like he's not this like extreme guy that I love today I think I like Bradley Beal straight up over Jimmy that was the question I was gonna ask you I was gonna ask you Bradley Beal versus Butler because I feel like a lot of people are having that quandary yeah, yeah. No, I, I'd be leaning Beal. That's at least where I'm going right now. And it's, like, tough because, like, 
man, like Beal's like a tougher matchup, right? These guards and Fred Van Vliet and Lowry are really good, but you just assume like Bradley Beal should absolutely dominate here. Uh, but yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. I, I got Beal over Butler right now. And there's nobody inside like on Toronto, like Beal. I know we think of him as like a, you know, a gunner, like a three point shooter or whatever, but th- their rim protection is, is, is a little rough. I think in that Toronto side. Um, well, eh, I guess I shouldn't say that definitively, but whatever. Oh it's, no, man. Uh, Bradley Beal got blocked by Ryan Archie Diacono in overtime the other day. And like, that was just like, I was so upset about that. I was like, this small is sample just, size. Yeah. He missed the layup. Then he, he missed the layup. Then he got blocked by Archie Diacono and then he missed another shot. It was like to end the game. It was, it was terrible. Uh, well, I should say, uh, I've mentioned this guy's name like maybe three times in his career, but I was called out yesterday on Twitter for it. Apparently I mispronounced Alonzo Trier's name. So, uh, there you go. I said his name correctly. When do we ever say Alonzo Trier's name? But there you go. He exists. He's playing basketball tonight in theory. Don't play him. Uh, Bam and Jimmy are certainly interesting. I presume the Dragon's gone back tonight, but he is currently questionable. Uh, That would hit none. That would hit Hero. Um, It would hit Jimmy too, man. Yeah. uh, Yeah, I suppose. Yeah, a little hit on Jimmy, but I think more so on none and more so uh, on Hero and across the board. But again, you could certainly still play those guys, and nothing official. Uh, we know Winslow is still out, too. Waiters, I wouldn't be surprised if he never plays another minute for Miami. We sh- Are we moving on here? Yeah, man, let's, let's go to the next one. Again, again, a game that I don't love either. Yeah, which is weird because there's some potential, quote-unquote, value in Phoenix. 220.5 is the total. Phoenix is a, a four-point dog here. Uh, Devin Booker, last we saw, is questionable. Aiton is out with his ankle. Uh, with Aiton being out with his ankle, that opens up at least opportunity or some minutes to some degree. The delegation's a little tricky as far as uh, Aaron Baines and all his girth, Sharitz and Kaminsky. Um, and then there's uh, Cam Johnson's got that hip. Tyler Johnson expected back. It's whatever. I don't know. Like, yeah, like, there, there are pivots off the chalk. Uh, and then there's Phoenix, and I think these pivots aren't as strong. I'm mostly ignoring it. That might be a mistake. Uh, you tell me. It sounds like you're not on Phoenix either. Yeah, I mean, there's one guy kind of like, and it's Kelly Oubre, but that's really it. I don't want to mess with too many other of these guys here. So um, I, I get it, right? If you want to play these other forwards, but I'm already taking the value forwards. If you want to play a Rubio as a pivot to like a Kemba or Lowry, I wouldn't talk you out of it, but I prefer those other two plays. And they're just soaking up a lot of my ownership, so I can't really get there. Uh, I think Kelly Oubre, though, at a small forward position where I don't have like these lock plays. Like Markeith is like the one guy that I think is a really good play, but <laughs> I like getting some Kelly Oubre. So uh, yeah, like him, think he's a guy that you want to get some exposure to today. OKC? Okay, yeah, OKC, okay, Steven Adams, right? 6.1K is pretty good, so I don't mind going to him. Um, Paul and SGA, if you want to mix and match them throughout your tournament lineups, I don't mind it, but I'm currently not doing it. Uh, ha- they haven't been my favorite like plays. I haven't really gotten them right, so I'm just kind of staying away from the Thunder today. It just doesn't seem like the uh, perfect spot for me. Steven Adams said that quote the other day where he said he hasn't worn a suit like in seven years. That's my kind of man, dude. Uh, yeah. he, he dresses for the comfort, man. I, I, like dressing <laughs> for the comfort. I, I did wear a suit recently. I was in a wedding. So, uh, yeah, I was, I was in a suit less. Congratulations. Uh, yeah, it was good times. And you were in a suit recently, too. I mean, this is when the chat cues it up and fires it, uh, you know, the picture up of you in the yeah, uh, pink and red. Which, yeah, I don't know. The pink and red. You could have done better, Dean. You could have done pink with, like, a pink and white or, like, I think that would have looked better. All right. I didn't realize you're a regular uh... – <laughs> Uh, you're a fashion aficionado i wasn't aware of this but i will i will uh listen i'm no fashion aficionado but uh kyle agreed with me when we talked about this off air and kyle's got that hair man so uh cardi's got that hair and cardi was on my side so uh we'll have a conversation off air uh we'll have to talk during baseball season i'll have to bring this up with cardi when i'm on a show with him and see Uh, kyle's hair versus cardi's hair 
Oh, Kyle's here, man. Uh, a thousand percent. Come on. Wow. <laughs> Uh, Minnesota and Denver, and this is kind of incomplete, right? Because we don't know. Uh, as of right now, Cat is currently questionable. Of course, Minnesota was the team a lot of people were on last time out where it was mostly disappointing. Gorgie Dang got some run. He didn't get enough of a run. He was okay, I suppose. Jeff Teague, if you hashtag watch the games, Jeff Teague looked completely disinterested. Uh, like he just looked like he wanted to be any, like somebody kicked his dog or something. A was, he the, was, a- was he at the salon like Eric Bledsoe? <laughs> <laughs> is that why well, no wasn't a Bledsoe who tweeted like uh, I don't want to be here anymore or something like that, is that yeah that he said that and then he said oh I was in the salon with a girl that, that's what that was the well that was his cover-up I didn't know that oh Dean Dean well, I don't know the context I did, everybody's assumed he was talking about and we all know what he was talking about it was like he didn't want to be in Phoenix correct no he did not and it's worked out for him so far but uh it won't work out because he probably won't win a title Covington, by the way, if you guys are curious, if you didn't see the note, he, he came off the bench last game. It was because he was being punished for being late for something. Not sure if you saw that note or not. I presume he will jump back in the starting rotation for what it's worth. Yeah, I heard uh, that one. So I'm not worried about him. He should probably start again. Yeah, uh, but also it's, you know, it's a game in Denver, which is obviously not, not the most ideal place to play. This is the front end of a back-to-back for Minnesota as well. Um, the only reason that Dang got his run like a, the last three or four minutes in this game was because uh, was it Noah Vonley took a headshot or something like that? I don't know if you were watching the game or not, but he was not going to close for what it's worth. Uh, yeah, which makes you a little bit concerned. And again, the matchup here against Denver, the slowest team in the league, at least they were the slowest team uh, last I checked a day or two ago. Yeah, so cat in, cat out. How much do we care about this? Yeah, I mean, cat out would matter, right? Like a guy like a Wiggins, again, another one of these shooting guards we talked about, I would be loading up on him. I think Wiggins is a really, really good play if you end up having cat out. You'd be interested in the guys like T, Covington, Gorgie Dang would become a really nice value play that you'd probably be wanting to get in there. So yeah, this is really big news. We have to kind of wait and see though. I'm, I'm not like backloading for it, right, Dean? I'm not just prioritizing, uh, you know, the to wait for the Timberwolves news. If it comes, it comes. If it doesn't, that's okay. But uh, yeah, I think that, you know, Wiggins is Wiggins and Gorgie Dang would probably be like the two biggest bumps. And then you'd probably go with Jeff Teague and then Covington after that and hope that Jeff Teague doesn't do what he did last game. Uh, the, the guy I do want to talk about, Dean, is I want to talk about Jokic, right? Um, Joker. Yeah, he's been really good. And he's the pivot I like uh, off of Drummond. I, I haven't like, you know, messed with the script yet. I might do like an 80% Drummond and then a 20% Joker, but I don't know. I love Drummond so much. I kind of want to just lock button him and call it a day. But I like making sure in tournaments to get some uh, some Joker in there because he's a really good play. Uh, you know, uh, Big T even said on, uh, I believe it was on the 14th, he said, uh, you know, Joker's back. And ever since then, 70 fantasy points, 50, 50. I mean, he's just been printing them out. Still too cheap. The price is going to continue to go up. Joker, I think he's got a really good spot here for 50 fantasy points or more. Love him in this spot here against the up-paced Minnesota Timberwolves. I just want to see where Joker is at as far as ownership. And again, uh, this I happen to have is DK up right now. And Drummond at 38%, Joker at 6%. And do you think Drummond outscores Joker five out of six times? You know, I'm, I'm adjusting that now, man. I'm getting myself some Joker. I'm not. I'm not making this mistake. So I'm. I'm firing him in here at this low ownership. Yeah, I, I think. I think Jokic is a pretty good play tonight as well for tournaments. I would not hit the lock button on Drummond. I think he's a good play, but I think there's uh, plenty of other guys. Uh, you know, that that could beat him. Uh, basically, is sort of my, my thought process process on that as well. Uh, you know, and we have our ownership projections up and. Uh, we have Drummond projected at just short of 54 and Cat at 52 and Embiid at 51, Jokic at 44. And, you know, there's definitely guys that can certainly beat him. We talked about Sabonis, we talked about Abato as well. 
uh, Buka on the other side, well, not the other side, but a different game, uh, worth mentioning, I suppose. But again, you can't play everybody. You can't play 10% everybody. I suppose you can, but that's not the winning strategy. Nobody well, you in the do right every line. night, Dean. You're always playing 10%. That's not what I do, man. I, I play, I have a very tight core. And <laughs> uh, so besides Jokic, you like anybody else in Denver? I think Murray's a guy that you're not taking out, but if you land on him as a last man in, he shouldn't hurt you. He should be okay. Uh, otherwise, that's what I got. Yeah, by the way, uh, the, the guy who was supposed to be on the show with us, Bug T over there, man, he's, uh, he's, saying, uh, he's saying, why don't we just play Drummond and Joker together, man? Just load up on both. You can do that. You can absolutely – you can play five centers on Fantasy Draft. You can play only one on FanDuel. You can play two on Yahoo. And depending on the multi-position eligibility on DK, you can play – Yeah, play Joker, up. play Drummond, and then play uh, play those three Raptors forwards, Value, Lowry, and I can't build the rest of the lineup for you, but things are looking good there. Did you say Bug T, by the way, or did I mishear you? Yeah, people were calling him Bug T uh, yesterday, and he wasn't liking it instead of Big What's the T, reference? So. I don't know. Is I don't there... know. I I was on the show, right? But, like, people in chat were making fun of uh, him calling and where him is, Bug where T. Where is Bug T, by the way? What, what, was he no call, no show, and then all of a sudden he just lurks up in chat? Oh, I got the reason. He was like, he did too He's much He's like Eric Bledsoe. I don't want to be here. He's at the salon. He did too much content today. He did, like, four different things. Oh, he, couldn't, uh, he couldn't make it, he said. World's uh, smallest violins playing for Bug T. Yeah, listen, man. And it, I got no excuses for him, man. He, he didn't have us on the print factory, me and you. Uh, he, he bailed on us for that. He for gave me NBA. a tease invite like seven times. Oh, yeah, I'm going to have you on. I'm going to have you on. Don't, yeah, we're going to do this. Never, never. No call, no show. No no call, no show. So I know. It's, it's I gave unfortunate. Up. We were supposed to do that off-season pod to talk NBA off-season. No, no invite, man, from Bug T. So, uh, I say we just start our own podcast and not invite Big T on. How about that? Yeah, I'm with it, man. What are you going to call it? You want to call it the print factory? Yes, the new and improved Print Factory 2.0. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, it's like the, the lawnmower 2.0. Nobody has the lawnmower 1.0. That's, that, that's the regular Print Factory. Orlando is playing Portland. 217 is the total. Portland is a four-point favorite here. Um, you know, I will say this. On FanDuel, Isaac's pretty cheap. I'll give you that. I yeah. got nothing else in Orlando. I guess you could play Book too, I guess. Yeah, sure. I think he's like by accident in my script, right? I have to like get get him out of there because I don't want to play him. But uh, yeah, he, he is too cheap, right? He is kind of in there. But I don't want to play anyone in this game, right? Mello, he, he leaks into Baysmore. He leaks into Whiteside, like everyone. Lillard, CJ, all of them. I don't want to touch them. And I don't want to touch any of these Magic guys. Vucevic does have an interesting price. He's cheaper than normal. But uh, this is a game we can cross off, I think, Dean. The entire game we're just crossing out. The Portland as well. Yeah, I'm with it, man. I don't want to really mess with much of this. And, and Big T's in the chat, man. He's He wants to get in. He's uh, got no voice to rebut, and he's not happy. Oh, so. come on. Yeah, he had you his know, opportunity. Right? He had his chance, man. Listen, I normally I normally join in with Big T, and I hit you in the back with a chair, and you don't like it, you know, like WWE style. But, uh, yeah, we're uh, we're fighting together here against Big T. We're just not going to even play Whiteside in tournaments, like not even considering him for, for MME. No, but the man, way he's but... been playing of late, he's been insane. We don't sure, care, man. Uh, it's against the Magic, a slow-paced team. I'm going to pass. I just don't think it's necessary. I get it's a good rebounding spot. I know that's like a nice little bump there for Whiteside based on the matchup, but uh, I'd rather go Joker and I'd rather go Drummond. There's kind of a world where you can argue slow pace might be good for Whiteside, just a thought. But, you know, just because he's sort of like a, an old-school half-court guy, just throwing it out there. But, again, he's not my first center either, and I don't know if I'm going to get any, but – if I was running 50 lineups, I would probably get one, maybe two. Definitely not five, because that would be 10%. You want to talk about the hammer that is Golden State and New Orleans? 
Yeah, sure. I, I think this game is pretty good. And we only got five minutes to talk about it, but uh, this is a spot I'm trying to still figure out. I, I like a lot of D'Angelo Russell. I think I like him way more than Jimmy Butler. I think I'm going to try and uh, get okay. more Russell over Butler. I don't know what you think about that, Dean. What's your thoughts? I don't know. Uh, you know, sometimes you, just, you can just say you don't know. I don't know. I don't have a good read on Golden State. Yeah. I, throw my, I throw my hands up. I, and maybe I'm, I'm just sure. trying to capture a ceiling and maybe I should be more worried about it. But uh, like I said, I don't want to be like 50% or something. I want to just be enough overweight where I feel like if it hits, I, I feel okay. And I don't want to just take this strong stand on D'Angelo Russell. Let me make that clear for, for I'll sure. say this. He's projected for 33 minutes. If you can get 33 minutes Russell against New Orleans, I love it. Of course. And it's New Orleans, right? Like I love attacking him. I don't know. Is the narrative there, right? He's playing against uh, some of his old boys and Lonzo Ball and all them. Like they're going to give him more run because of that. I, I don't know. I, just Kerr was an old play. Like Ingram, play. right? They were all friends. I suppose. This is an interesting game, man. This is the game that maybe you, you take the Toronto value and stack it with this game. That's probably yeah. something you can do. And, and and the guy I want to stack with on the other side is I kind of think Brandon Ingram's the small forward I'm kind of gravitating towards that I want to get more exposure to. I only have 10% right now, but I want to move that up. I think I want to get that to 25 or 30%. I don't want to take the strong stand at 50, but I think he's a guy that can really have a big game. Again, another shooting guard too, and Drew Holiday you can consider. Uh, we talked about there's being a lot of good forward plays, and Derek Favors, is he cheap? Because his minutes restriction got lim- uh, got lifted. And now he's at a uh, 25 to 27 minute limit. So he could be interesting. What's that? Is that something important? Yeah, I was turning my phone on to hit it. And now all the notifications are coming through. Uh, Goran Dragic, he will play. Ah, I called it. There you 50, go. 50 shot. Um, we don't, we're not playing Dragic, right? Just to be clear. Yeah, no. And again, like I said, I, I think that's kind of lowers some of these Miami guys of having, you know, some excitement on the nuns and the butlers and all the other guys. But uh, yeah, it's still good plays, uh, but not as strong of plays. What about Draymond? Like, if you can get 32 minutes in a Draymond against the Orleans, we might get a triple-double, potentially. Like, an ugly one, but a triple-double. Yeah, I, I get it. But, again, like, there's all these forwards, right? I'm not probably playing Draymond here. But this matchup fits him perfectly, right? No defense being played, sloppy basketball. I mean, this fits him really well. Uh, yeah, I'm probably not getting any Draymond, though. And uh, I get it if you want to, though. It's a good call. Yeah, uh, I just don't know what Kerr's doing with his minutes, and it's it's kind of shady and – I'm throwing my hands up, but I think it's absolutely worthwhile to get yourself <clears throat> some Draymond, some Russell. Is there a third warrior that's interesting? Or eh. No, I'm, I'm yeah. good, man. I don't need to mix in those other guys. So, uh, yeah, I'm good. And you mentioned – yeah, I mean, you mentioned favors. Uh, I know you talked about that. You, you were telling me the other day that, like, he almost considered retiring from basketball. It's how devastating he was. He never considered retiring, but he was, like – he literally said, like, he didn't want to play basketball anymore because his mom passed away, and he yeah. was just so upset. Like, sure. some people, they deal with, like, you know, they deal with uh, tragedies in different ways. And, like, sometimes people just, like, they want to work right away and grind at it. But he was just so depressed and everything like that. But, um, I mean, maybe it's helped that he's back with the team. And, like I said, his minutes restriction is lifted, so that's pretty good. It's around 25 to 27 minutes. Gentry even said, like, he's not playing 30 minutes. So I don't think that's happening. But, again, you got to trust Alvin Gentry. Why can't we give 25 minutes to Jackson Hayes? Because then he'd be interesting. But that's that not happening. That is very true. Uh, give me a hot take as far as a slate. We're going to pass it off, of course, to crunch time in just a second. I, I assume it's Andy and JSU and Roth. Um, it's a big slate. Um, feel free to summarize it. Give me a hot take. Because, again, we, we've talked about Toronto the entire time. There is other value out there. You don't have to necessarily focus on Toronto. But – you know, at the same time, I can't imagine having zero Raptors. Like, I can't see a world where no Raptors get there. Uh, summarize it for me. 
Yeah, listen, I wasn't kind of ready for the hot takes. It was so, and the Lou Williams What's one didn't go so your well. first rodeo, first live No, I know, but I wasn't, but I, I got one for you, man. We talked about him early in the show. He's, well, actually, we'll do this, actually. I like, I like Jokic. We'll go with Jokic as a hot take. He gets 60 fantasy points tonight. He gets 60 fantasy points, and Kevin Love gets 50. How's that sound? Yeah. Uh, give me your favorite Raptor. Uh, favorite Raptor? Oh, man, this is terrible. We'll go with, uh, let's go with one of the cheap guys. We'll go with, uh. Actually, no, we'll go with Kyle Lowry. He's probably just the safest. Do you have like a bold fade? Somebody you're like underweight on according to the field? Uh, bold fade? Um, that one you weren't ready for probably. Yeah, not ready at all for that one. Uh, and I, I'm, Put your answer in the chat. We got to step aside. We got to go away. But think about it for a second. Throw your answer in the chat for the people out there. Thanks for watching us. Thanks to uh, the fans for sponsoring the show. Uh, enjoy your basketball tonight. Enjoy your weekend. Of course, there's two uh, football slates going down. He's Van Gogh. I'm Dean. Stay tuned for Crunch Time. We're out of here. Hold. Oh!